Hey, this is Steve. I'm currently attending the Northwest ACDA convention in Spokane, Washington. Today we had a composer fair where conductors could come rub elbows with composers and find some new music for their ensembles. I had a chance to catch up with some of these composers and find out what they're working on, and I'll be putting together these into a, a couple bonus episodes, so I hope you enjoy them. Would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, I'm Richard Nance. I'm from Pacific Lutheran University. And what piece are you going to tell us about today, Richard? There's a piece that we're performing here at Northwest ACDA of mine. It's called In Profundum Maris. Uh, it's text by a friend of mine, Catherine Sparks. And the piece was written for Richard Sparks, her husband, in honor of his retirement from North Texas State University. Oh, that's fantastic. Uh, so what is the piece about? Um, it's Catherine's view of being in, uh, how music can draw you out of the depths of the lowest points in your life. No matter what you're going through, the lowest points, music can be a source to inspire you and bring you up out of those depths. And so she relates that, in, in the, the text is in English even though the, the title's in Latin. And I've linked it with the feeling of waves and all sorts of imagery of the ocean, uh, both vocally and instrumentally throughout and link those two things together. And I think it, it's an effective piece. It comes off very well. All right. Well, we're going to listen to just a snippet here of In Profundis Maris. Thanks, Richard. You bet. I am here with a former guest of the show, Mari Isabel. We are happy to have you here. What are you going to tell us about today? Um, I wrote a piece called Winter Ride that a lot of people seem to like. So I selected that one for today. Can you tell me about the piece? Yeah, I wrote it for a group in San Francisco called the International Orange Chorale of San Francisco, IOCSF.org. Uh, International Orange is the name of the color for the Golden Gate Bridge. It's actually, uh, I'm an uh, alumna of that choir, and after moving back home to North Texas, uh, they have asked me to write some, some pieces for them, and this was one of the pieces that I composed. Tell me the name of the piece again. It's called Winter Ride. Good. What, what is the text about? Oh, it's, well, like you, 
imagine like a, a sleigh ride type of thing. It's not necessarily a sleigh ride, but it's just as somebody who loves winter, it's a, it's a joyful piece and it's pretty short acapella, mostly four parts. I think there's like one tiny Debussy. Awesome. Well, let's take a quick moment and listen to an excerpt from this winter ride. TV choir and piano. I wrote it with a local poet um, when the Greyhound bus stopped running in Western Canada. So it's part Yuli uh, Hay, part kind of drunken Irish wake, and part of, you know, goodbye and good riddance. Um, so it captures this sensation, you know, of constantly being in motion but uncomfortable. Um, it's inspired a little bit by minimalism, a little bit by um, but there's always still this classical sense of tension and release that I have in all my music. And what do you think this is going to say to audiences? What are they going to get out of it? I really hope audiences, you know, it's a very contemporary, um, not so glamorous North American experience. You know, this continent pretty much grew up around roads. Um, and I think, especially on a Greyhound bus, you have all these people from different backgrounds. The one thing they all have in common is nobody wants to be there. It's this liminal space. Um, and I kind of wanted to, I guess, half celebrate and just kind of half acknowledge, you know, that space that we all have to spend a big part of our lives in um, and sort of make the most out of it, sort of draw out whatever music is in that. And I hope people can relate to that as well as just like the energy and, you know, the fun techniques in the piece that I think they'll really enjoy hearing a choir do. Fantastic. All right, we're going to listen to a snippet here from Now Boarding.
Okay, we're here with another former guest of the show. Could you introduce yourself, please? I'm John Muleisen. Happy to see you here today, John. So you've got several pieces laid out for us today. Which one, which one would you like to tell us about? Well, you know, I might talk about two of them that are related to one yeah, another. Yeah, go for it. Uh, Sing to Me and Singing Together. Uh, you know, after these two years plus of COVID and not being able to sing together, I thought I would bring these pieces because uh, this is something that's been so painful for so many of us. And so I thought having some pieces about singing, about music, about coming back together into this beloved community that we have with the choral community, I thought these might be good pieces to, to bring here and you know, something positive. Did you write these during quarantine or is these, are these uh, pre-quarantine? No, no, these are pre-quarantine. Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're older. But, but something boy, that's gotten new meaning? The new meaning indeed, <laughs> yeah, especially the singing together. Singing Together was a, a, a commission from one of the singers in uh, Opus 7 Vocal Ensemble. Okay. And uh, it was to celebrate her 20 years singing with the group, Jill Clymer, who's also the executive director for Northwest Girl Choir, by the way. Okay. And so she, uh, she we, were, we were talking about this commission and talking about different approaches to it and the kinds of texts that she might like to, to have us use. And then she said, let me just write something that is kind of in the spirit of what I'm looking for. So she wrote this poem, and I said, Jill, <laughs> that's the text. So I didn't take long, thankfully, to convince her that we should just use that text. And it's a beautiful text. It's absolutely beautiful text. So I set that, and it's, it's really to celebrate uh, what Opus 7, what singing and choirs meant to her over those 20 years. And it just transfers to our current situation, now that we're kind of coming out of it. You and I are both standing here with masks on still, <laughs> right? That's but, right. Um, you know, someday the masks will come off. But I have to say, uh, the opening concert last night, were you there by any chance? I, no, I just you, got here this morning. You just morning, got here this yeah. morning. So um, at that opening concert, it was just wonderful. To, to I, I, That's the most choral singing I've heard in one place at one time uh, for, for over, well over two years. Yeah. And after... The initial couple of measures, I just forgot that they were masked. The masks did not seem to matter in terms of the diction, in terms of the choral sound. It wasn't that things sounded muffled. And the masks simply, in my own vision, melted away, and I was just transported by the music. So I know the masks have been a real issue for a lot of people, but you know they've kept us safe, and they've allowed us to sing. Well, speaking of which, we're going to listen to just a snippet here of Singing Together. Thank you. 
So there you go. I have many more interviews to share with you from Northwest ACDA. Look for two more bonus episodes coming to your feed soon. In the meantime, check out the other Composer interviews in the Movable Dough archives, available at sdcompose.com slash movable dough. This is Steve Danielson. Keep the music moving.